0: made, naturally delicious. It's time for another snake draft on the Elisha Har Show.
1: Come on, sweater, little snake and snake.
0: Vote for your favorite list on Twitter at 933 KWTO or on the Elisha Har Show Facebook page. Well, it's self-help time. It's the Dave Ramsey moment on the show. We're snake drafting the worst financial decisions you can make. Bookmark this on the Spotify or Apple Music podcast for later because we're, we're going to fix you in 20 years. You're going to thank your lucky stars for the Elijah Hire show. All right, Garrett, I know you're very excited for this segment.
1: I am. I mean, bad financial decisions. There, there There's a rare moment in this show where I'm an expert on any, any one specific topic this is one of those topics, so I'm really excited. I'm going to give you the first pick in the draft. All right, so the first pick, I actually, I have not made this mistake yet. I will eventually in life, though. Having kids, by far one of the worst <laughs> financial <laughs> decisions
0: oh you can possibly make.
1: If we're going just based off finances.
0: 100% disagree.
1: No, 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 listen, listen, hang on. We're not weighing in here the joy that they bring you. We're not weighing Don't in need the to. connection. Don't need to. Children are a terrible financial totally decision. Totally for 18 years, they're a terrible financial decision. It carries right. over and right. over and
0: over. That's like saying, oh, buying a, buying a stock in the stock market's a terrible financial decision. No, in 30 years, that pays you massive dividends. How? Oh, well, when I'm about 80 years old and I don't know how on a fixed income I'm going to afford to live, I can move into any of my kids' houses or they can put me up at a pretty nice little fancy place in Florida and, and take care of me. If they want to, bi- yeah. if they want to... Well, that's why you stay close to your, your kids. It's a risk. It's a risk Well, that, so is the stock market.
1: Yeah, but that's a, that's a pretty verifiable and justifiable investment. How
0: many kids don't take care of their elderly parents?
1: At least one in this room, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> your
0: parents <laughs> are younger than me.
1: <laughs> Thank you for that reminder. I always enjoy hearing that.
0: No, hey, if you <laughs> need to be taking care of your parents then they need to be listening to this segment on the show because they're not financially sound. (laughs) My,
1: I I don't know. I I have no idea how my parents' finances. I know they spot me money every once in a while, so they're probably doing fine. But no, having kids is by far, especially for this 18-year window. Short-term expense, long-term value. 18 years is not short-term. That's a very long-term investment. And then even after that, we're talking college. And even after that, we're talking hey, can you spot me a couple bucks here and
0: there? <sighs> I'm short on rent. So, again, I'm going to go back to the show. I was watching the Swing Right Show or whatever it's called. Full Swing. Uh, full Swing. Full on, swing. Uh, watching Justin Thomas, whose dad is a club pro, I'm sure very comfortable, but now Justin Thomas has won multiple majors, probably makes five to ten mil a year. You think his dad is worried about retirement? Oh, no. The dad gets to fly private to every major on his son's dime, gets put up in the nicest place. I'm sure has a great life. And every time he's like, Hey, Justin, uh, man, I, I don't think I can come to the tournament because I'm probably going to need to pick up a part-time job now. And Justin's like, Oh, dad, I got you. took care of me. You taught me the game. Who's paying for stuff? Hollywood kid.
1: Sure. In these rare situations where the kid grows up to be rich and famous in America or an aerospace America,
0: engineer in America generally the generations behind us do better than we did that is the story of the american history now joe biden may ruin that but by and large kids do better than their parents and so financially it's a good investment and frankly the more you have the more you diversify your portfolio i just had this it yeah but the more
1: risk it is because one of those kids is going to end up a disaster. Come on, right. if you have
0: 12. But you don't like, need all of them to hit. Again, it's like the stock market. You have a couple that go bankrupt. It's okay. But if you have one that goes to the moon, you're riding that one forever. There's,
1: there's my this is a little investment. First pick. There's my little investment. How cute. Let's dress you up and put you in a nice Halloween costume. Oh, I'm, that's
0: right. <laughs> oh, that's right. You don't think I'm keeping tabs on rent and all of the, okay, kids, I took you out to eat. I'm adding it to your tab. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my number my number one piece of financial advice is very simple. Never carry a balance on your credit card. If you ever read the fine prints of credit card statements, their, their rates, even on the best ones, are like 25%. It's a step better than payday loans. Use credit cards. Pay them off at each month to build your credit. Never, ever, ever carry a balance on your credit cards. It's the single worst loan you could possibly take out. That's my number one piece of financial advice. So this is
1: a good, it's something that my my parents have always steered me away from. They've always said, don't you ever borrow from blank, 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 borrow from us, borrow from whoever we know you're going to pay it back. And my parents won't charge me interest, at least as much interest as some of these major financial institutions. So no, that one that one is a good pick.
0: That's, I've never never once since I've ever had a credit card have carried a balance on it. It's it's the single biggest way to protect yourself. All right. Number 2. This is the, and this in my mind is a big one is don't eat out. Yep. Now, this is coming from a guy who loves to eat out, but I financially have budgeted. I know exactly how much I can spend, that sort of thing eating out is perhaps the single biggest markup and waste of money you could possibly have. And I know people who know me are probably laughing at me because they know I love to eat out. It's my favorite thing. To me, I grew up, we only ate out, usually on Sundays after church. Eating out was the biggest deal in our house, and so I love to be able to do it. But if you ever eat at your house for a week and you keep track of how much your groceries cost and then you eat out for a week, you will be shocked at the financial impact it has on you yeah so now I I, this one is too similar so this isn't
1: my pick Um, but this goes along also and maybe even worse uh, just getting food delivered
0: I don't know I've never had that I've never done that in my life
1: DoorDash and Uber Eats is so prevalent nowadays that it's something that a lot of people run into commonly I have uh, officially deleted the DoorDash app off of my phone to try to get you know, better at not ordering food. Cause man, I mean, you, you can justify almost anything when you're trying to have food delivered. I had a really good day. Oh, I had a great day. Let's keep it rolling, man. Oh, I had a really bad day. I deserve to just have some food delivered. I'm not going to go out. I mean, you can justify it any way you want and it's, it's going to make sense in your head. So get eating out, getting food delivered. I think they're close enough to where yeah. you, you might get both. Yeah. I'm going to give you that, but yeah. All right. What's your next pick? So I have a bunch of like funny kind of stupid ones. <laughs> that, I love it. I love it. That I, uh, that I'm not, I'm not really sure about yet, but I want to get some genuine ones in there as well. I'm going to go, this is something that we talked about last week a little bit. And so I'm going to go with a degree in gender studies. <laughs>
0: I think, I think that <laughs> I is would, a there, really, there's, ba- a, there's a variety I mean, French literature. things that, You're right. Yeah. I just That's a great one.
1: Useless degrees in general. I almost just said liberal arts degree. Like more often than not, I'm sorry, it's not going to pan out unless you're super talented. And even if you're the greatest in your hometown, even if you're the greatest in your state, it doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to make it. You know what I mean? So it's always uh, a little bit of a struggle for me when one of my friends says, Oh, yeah, I have a degree in um, like... I don't know. I have a degree in Chinese political science. It's like, well, that's probably not gonna. It's probably not gonna work out a whole lot until the Chinese come here and take over, and then you know all about their systems. Then it's great. But other than that, I, I don't know if I don't know if that one's really gonna pan out. So I'm gonna stick with gender studies, though, because I think that one's probably the biggest waste, in my opinion. Totally,
0: totally. I mean, both financially I would and say morally. Make a when you are debating what to in, what to get a degree in. You should always look at, like, what job can you get coming out? With a job like that, unless you're going to get a PhD and be a professor, there's basically no value to it. So I got a wasted degree. I got a poli-sci degree called Government Public Affairs, and then I got a history degree. But I knew I was going to law school. I knew my bachelor's degrees were a waste of money. I knew I was going to law school. If you are only going to get a bachelor's degree, pick something you can get employed. Get an engineering degree. Get something like that.
1: Yeah, whenever I was planning, and still am planning eventually on finishing up the bachelor's, um, I feel like you got to get the broadest thing possible. So I I am definitely going to eventually go for just communications. It's simple, it's easy, and there's a billion different jobs where you can look at a communications degree and say, oh, great, you'd fit in in these different areas instead of just one specific one. So that is my second pick, degree in gender studies. Um, I like that one. I'll go. I'll go back to the simple one here, though. A, a genuine advice that I've had to correct myself because I used to work in one of these places: coffee shop, coffee, coffee shop, oh, coffee. Yeah.
0: I have finally. Is, your, is this your? This is my third. Pick. Okay. Yeah, that was gonna be one of mine.
1: I finally self-corrected, and I've I've been doing a lot better about that. I have enough confidence to where I can brew coffee in the office now, which feels good. Whenever I first got here, I was too nervous to do that. In front of everybody and so I just I just drank water all the time and I was always tired but now I just it's so easy to just stop at blank coffee shop and order yourself a ten dollar coffee that really doesn't actually have any caffeine or coffee in it it's just pure sugar and pumpkin spice and it's delicious and you you sure treat yourself every once in a while but more often than not it's good to go home, stick with the Keurig, stick with the homemade coffee or the what stuff in you the You can
0: office. make coffee at home for like 10 cents. A 10 cents a cup, yeah. easily. Yeah. So the going out and buying an $8 coffee, it's, it's the worst markup ever. I'm the same way. I have tried to cut that out of my budget. Despite the fact that I, I love it, I, I've tried to cut it out of my budget because it, it's just such a waste of money.
1: Agreed. Agreed. It, it was a struggle. For, I used to work in a coffee shop and I would get coffee at half off and it was still a financial burden for me.
0: Um, all right. The my number three pick uh, for for bad financial to withdrawing your retirement funds early. Good. Now, Good one. if you know, Garrett, you're so young, you're probably you probably don't have a 401k set up or anything like that. But no, there's a corollary to this, which is if your company offers a matching deal, oh, if you put 3% into your 401k, we'll match it with 3%. Do it. Free money. But the backup to that is never, ever, 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 ever withdraw that money early. That will ruin you financially. They will take so much of it. It, it's, It's one of the single worst decisions you can possibly make. Now, I know some people are like, well, I don't actually uh invest invest in it. You should. You absolutely should do that. Please invest your invest smart. Invest with your, you know, whatever company you're with, if they've got that option, do it and then just don't take it out. You can do things like you can borrow against your 401k and you just have to pay it back yourself, but don't withdraw your funds early. That is a terrible terrible idea and you shouldn't do it.
1: I mean, this is one I don't have a lot of experience with. My dad has tried to sit down and explain 401ks to me, and I, I think I get it at this point. It's just, and I know that it's the smartest financial decision possible to join into one of those programs, and I'll get to it. Just not quite yet.
0: All right, for my final pick, buying a brand new car. I I had this on my list. Never buy a brand new. Now, there's a couple times where you might be able to justify it. If it's a very inexpensive car or and or you can you could finance it zero percent or some variation of that. But by and large, cars lose values the day you drive them off the lot. In the current economy, used cars actually have more value than new cars sometimes. So for instance, I think Joelle a couple years ago, she bought a new car and then when she was in a car accident, they actually paid her more for her car than she bought it new for. But by and large buying new cars, you drive off the lot and 10% of the value drives with you. So like that is probably my fourth pick is just don't buy used. Let somebody else drive it off the lot first. I don't know in the current economy we need to get a car guy on here they could talk about what the right age to drive. But by large, cars in general, do we know car salesmen? We'll have we to gotta find, find one. Out. Cars in general have a are, are not a great investment and Again, this is one I'm going do well on because I like my car and I live out of my car, so I drive a nice car. But by and large, cars are not a great investment. Buy something safe, reliable, and inexpensive. That's my fourth one. I will always, we've talked a lot on this show
1: about how I don't know cars, but my family does. And so I will more often than not, probably for the rest of my life, buy salvaged and fix up from there. And that's, salvage? That's interesting. That's that's the best deal possible. I have. A, you just don't
0: want it to be a a, a lemon if you buy it a salvage.
1: Well, title. no. So I I buy I buy newer salvage. Uh, 2017 is my car right now, and it's I love it. I absolutely love my car. Is no it a salvage whatsoever. title Yeah, it's salvage. That's super interesting. i you would, you would I've never, never
0: bought a salvage title because I'm always afraid they'll just be total garbage.
1: Yeah. So as long as you now it's a, it's a little bit of a gamble. That's fair. But so is buying any used car ever no matter what, but I did have a, a girlfriend back in the day in high school, in, in high school, and she bought a, this was in 2017, this was in 2017, maybe 2018, she bought a brand new off-the-lot car and scheduled out the payments for seven years. Oh, and man. I just and she wouldn't listen to me and I didn't want to be the boyfriend to come in and be like, Well, that's a bad financial decision. Let me come in and tell you how to do it. I, I didn't want to do that. Um so I just sat there and watched her buy this car and I was like, Oh, this dealer is screwing her and there's nothing I can do about it.
0: I will say ah, oh, seven years.
1: Wait too, uh, too. I long. bought a
0: I bought a new car one time. I financed it for five years at 0%. Uh, nine months later, I was in a car accident, and so I didn't have any more, and I was just like, it wasn't a terrible deal because, again, it was 0% financing, and it was a nice car, but it was it was, it was like an, a new eclipse or something, um, but it, it turned out to be not a terrible investment, but I'm sure three or four years in, I'm like, I don't know if this is the right decision or not.
1: Yeah, I I will try to always keep my payments below like three years. That's my thing. Trying to keep them below three years, higher payments for sure, but uh, but not because it's a salvage title, and so you you don't really have to pay all that much for it. Uh, so that that's usually what I do. And you buy nice salvage, you roll on. But yeah, buying a brand new car, I don't know if I could ever necessarily justify it unless I'm doing like crazy well, and I'm buying like you know making three hundred four hundred thousand dollars a year and buying a a twenty thousand dollar car just to to own it outright. Other than that, I I really don't see the point behind it. Um, I I have one more. So once again, go vote. 93-3-K-W-T-O on Twitter. Uh, You'll be able to tell us who won, who has the worst list of financial decisions. I'm going to go with one that I think a lot of people, actually that I know a lot of people are going to be doing in November, losing elections. I think that's a really bad financial decision for everyone involved.
0: Once again, I'm going to disagree with for you. For everyone involved, it's a
1: terrible financial decision. You have donors who are backing you, all of these people standing up for you, and then you lose the election at the end of the day. Like it just, it's a waste of not just your money, but everybody who supported you's money. And I'm a caring person, Elijah. I love to help out other people around me. And so when, if I would ever have to look at my donors and say, hey, sorry, all that money's gone and we have nothing to show for it that just that
0: just hurts what's the alternative here though kevin mccarthy is going to make so much money from losing the speakers race
1: i'm talking like statewide and i'm talking elections voted on by the people for the people <laughs> not these congressional elections those don't
0: matter he's already voted he already won his election i so i don't know that i agree a lot of people that lose they end up being lobbyists or what they 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 go to the private sector and they make way more money The real financial decision that's terrible is being an elected official. That is a financially terrible decision. Really? I think Nancy Pelosi would disagree with that. Good correction. On the federal level, it's probably a great decision. On the state level, it is a terrible financial decision. (laughs) It is very, very difficult to make. All right. We're out of time. Go vote at 933-KWTO. Congratulations to Garrett Bowles for winning the the last
1: draft. (laughs) Come from behind beautiful victory with no controversy whatsoever. I was undermanned, undergunned, and I still was able to come out on
0: top. USA! USA! Alright, as we do every day, we finish the show with a quote of the day. This from Dave Ramsey. We buy things we don't need with money we don't have to impress people we don't like. We'll see you tomorrow on the Elijah Hart Show. From the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters.
1: This land was made
0: for you and me. As I was walking that river of highway,
1: I saw above me
0: that endless sky away. I saw